This is episode number 170. New social and economic systems due to COVID-19 with Martin Cowart. Welcome. My name is Oleg Lohid, and this is the Overcoming Odds podcast, where you get a glimpse into the stories of individuals who've overcome adversity, suffering, and struggle in achieving their personal success. This podcast was built by you and for you to help you overcome adversity, suffering, and struggle in achieving your false potential. Before we get into today's episode, I'd like to make a brief announcement and invite all of our listeners to our upcoming weekly conversation called Courageous Conversations. This is something that we started approximately two to three months ago with the intention of bringing our community even closer, as well as creating a space where we can mutually embrace and understand each other's journeys, as well as the daily challenges that each and every single one of us faces. If you would like to know more details about how you can join any of these upcoming calls, consider leaving us a message through our website at overcomingodds.today to which we'll respond with all the details about how you can become a part of this community. Also, if you like what you heard on any of the previous episodes, consider leaving us a review on iTunes, Facebook, or Google so more people can hear these inspiring and courageous conversations. Now, let's get back to the show. Martin, welcome to the show. Great to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. Thank you for being a part of it, and thank you for participating in the event that we had a couple of weeks ago. It was um, a lot of enjoyed it. Yeah, it really, it really was. It was our first virtual experience, so there was a lot to learn. Speaking of the theme, as far as what are the war- wonderful things that I've learned throughout this pandemic, that has certainly been one of them. And stepping into that space, and for me, what I've learned through COVID-19 and just many of the other circumstances that present to be as challenging throughout life is that there's always two sides, maybe three, even four to five sides that I can look at any of those situations. And in this case in particular, what I chose to look at is in complete honesty, if COVID-19 didn't happen the way that it did, I don't know if I would have understood that this other side of operating a business is something that we can actually step into. And that's doing virtual events, connecting with people from, I mean, literally across the, across the country, across the world. And I just think it's such a beautiful thing to look at this through the lens of what am I here to learn rather than I can't believe this is happening to me. And so I think in regard to that, one other thing I'll say before I pass the, the microphone to you, and that is, it's a learned skill. I don't, in my experience, I don't believe any of that happened overnight. In fact, it probably took me many years to continue to remind myself that no matter how difficult the times may be, there's always a different lens that I, I can look through it all. And I think that's the beautiful part about just really facing adversity and embracing it and understanding that, yes, as challenging as it may be, but it's only as challenging as you make it to be. 
And so if, if I look at it through the lens of I'm here to learn and there are lessons that I can walk away with, I think the journey becomes so much more enjoyable. Yeah, I think that's exactly what I would agree. What I'm hearing you say in one way of looking at that is that it has woken up, COVID-19 has woken up that creative genius within you and it's within me. It's what Napoleon Hill calls infinite intelligence. Mm -hmm. And because we can't do business the old way, we have to wake up and there's a deeper calling within us, people like you and me who do this kind of work. I think everybody who's really in touch with themselves do this kind of work. Um, you can even be a dentist, it doesn't really matter. But when you're, woke, when you're awake to who you are and your purpose, then if something gets in our way, like COVID-19, then you will go, we will go inside ourselves and we will ask for, uh, we'll tap into that creative genius to find a way through it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what so many people are discovering. So, if you, so from, my, from my perspective, the wonderful thing I have discovered about myself is just how, how powerful that creative genius is within and within me mm -hmm. and how how important the work I'm doing as a prosperity coach teaching people how to use spiritual principles to solve their financial problems and create wealth how valuable that is to the world right now mm -hmm. so like yourself I am also having to retool myself with um new technology, new ways of doing things to bring my message into the world and make a difference. And I think that's powerful. And, I, and, I, and, I, and I've also learned the value of sharing my stories and, and, and with others so they can get the same experience in their lives and they can see the value of using spiritual principles to resolve their problems and make money. Mm -hmm. I'll give you a short example. That was the talk today of my noonday meditation. The name of the talk was, how do you use spiritual principles to solve financial problems and create wealth? And I shared a story that was about what happened to me this week. And I, my, my speaking coach suggested to me to purchase this amazing software and it videos. And she, like me, sometimes get frustrated with the time it took sometimes to get an ed a, a, a video edited by a professional and get ready for use especially for those smaller ones we just want to do quickly and get out there mm -hmm. showed me this wonderful software she had so much fun demonstrating it for me i watched all the tutorials and i was so excited about being able to use it to edit a couple of videos for myself until i tried and I couldn't do it. And I found myself all frustrated and angry and, and I just created the perfect storm for my ego to start barking at me. You stupid idiot, you aren't smart enough. You don't know how to do this. And I was just gripped with fear that I had purchased the software and I was too stupid to do it. Mm -hmm. My first reaction. And I sat in that for a few moments. And then I remembered a spiritual truth from Eckhart Tolle, and he said, 
human beings, many humans, one being. So by using the tool of inquiry, I began to use that truth to inquire to my ego who was telling me I was too stupid to do this, is that true? Is it true I don't have enough energy? If is it true I'm not smart enough? And the answer is no, because if I am connected, if I am, if my beingness is the same beingness, that same infinite intelligence that created the software, and that beingness is me, then all of a sudden my fear shifted to curiosity. Mm -hmm. As I begin to listen to that deeper presence within me, show me how to use it teach it to me from a place of joy and excitement. Mm. All of a sudden I went from being in a place of the fear of not knowing to the joy and the excitement of learning something new and learning a new toy, if you will, it became play for me. And it became play for me to learn a new toy, not only for fun, but also once I get it, I can, it has a tremendous opportunity for me to grow and enhance my business. Mm -hmm. I share with you is an example and 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 because of COVID-19 I have been enjoying the opportunity to practice what I teach mm -hmm. and this time to teach what I'm learning as I'm learning and the value of that mm -hmm. there's a um, quote that stands out to me quite a bit as you were sharing your story it was a conversation I had this weekend with a friend of mine and he had said this, you are not responsible for the transformation of others. Your responsibility is, is to transform yourself. Exactly. And, and I think far too often what I've even caught myself in doing many, many times wanting to fix other people's problems before I fix my own wanted to help another individual before I help myself. And so a lot of the things that you shared just in this brief time, what it made me think of was the importance of going within and choosing to work on yourself before you can be of service to other people. That is, that is the, that is, that's a spiritual principle I'm talking about. I cannot share with you. I can't give you anything that I don't already have. Mm-hmm. So what I just shared with you, my, as my own experience that I have, the, my transformational experience that I have, but, and I can just, all I can do is share it with you. And if it creates an opportunity for transformation within you in some sort of way, that's beautiful. That's my intention. But if I come at it from the place of the rescue you were, I, mean, I think that's a thin line that we as, as coaches and advisors sometimes have to become aware of is when do I go from, from, from the gold in my heart of caring about you and seeing you stuck in some place. Mm -hmm. I want to support you in getting unstuck from mm -hmm. and wanting to rescue you from it. Mm -hmm. The rescuer is my ego. That is my need for you to like me, to feel important, and for me to do something as a quid pro quo. The generosity of my heart to share with you is a different story. And that's going to come across a lot more authentically. And it, it also provides a better opportunity for that transformation to occur. So I can be of more value to you or anybody else. 
if I'm able to sit back and listen to where you are and maybe just meet you a tiny bit above where you are and pull you up into a higher level of understanding and truth. Mm -hmm. With that said, do you personally believe that whatever the questions we are seeking answers to personally, we already have within us? Yes. There is nothing that does not exist that, has, that doesn't already exist. Mm. And it's kind of all get manifested from the formless form of what we are. Mm-hmm. At infinite intelligence. There was a quote that I, I actually have it saved on my phone and I'm going to read it to you. It's by Brian Tracy. By Brian Tracy. And he says, Eat the frog. You are a potential genius. There is no problem you cannot solve and no answer you cannot find somewhere. For I think the past six years, maybe seven years, I've had this quote as my background on my phone just as a reminder. I think far too often, in my opinion, we give away our power, especially in situations, just like you mentioned, you purchased the software and there was that frustration of not knowing how to use it. And maybe the first thought was, I got to call someone. I got to pay someone to help me teach and learn this. When in reality, I think what I've learned is that sometimes it's just about taking a step back and saying, hey, it's somewhere within me. Maybe I just haven't asked the right question that's going to help me reveal that answer. Yes, I, I think that is an absolute spiritual truth, and I believe in it. It, 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 you know, when, when it comes to spiritual truths, for me, it's not about a belief. It's like gravity. Mm-hmm. I agree, I, gravity does not matter. It doesn't matter to gravity whether I believe in it or not. It exists. Mm-hmm. So the, what you just said exists. You know, it, 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 is a, it is a universal law of the universe. And quite frankly, it doesn't matter whether I believe it or not. It's my ch- but it's my choice to step into that power to empower me to make a difference. Mm-hmm. And, and, and to take that a little further, it's often our unwillingness to change our belief systems that keep us from getting where we want to go. Mm. So I really try in my, in my life to try to avoid uh, belief systems that keep me stuck because I find that when I, a belief system, which is just a thought that becomes ingrained as a habit, that is typically an obstacle that's going to get in my way. Just like that belief system that came up the other day, yesterday, the belief that I wasn't smart enough to learn, that I didn't have it within me. It just wasn't true. The truth mm-hmm. is, like you just said, I have a, we all have it. Everybody has it. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, of the, one, of the, one of the things that I talk about a lot in, in the world of prosperity coaching one of the best examples, I tell people, stop working and start creating. If you want to make a lot of money, stop working and start creating. And I use the example in my icon is Oprah Winfrey. I think you and I talked about this when we first met. Mm-hmm. We're exactly the same age. We, we both grew up in rural, the rural South. And me being a white guy from privilege and family with, with educated and with money, the chances of my success in, place to privilege was pretty high. Hers was pretty low. And yet, she tapped into this source at a very young age and look what she has created. Mm -hmm. Look what she has allowed to be created through her. 
And that's what everybody has if we're willing to get out of the way. We all have that same creative genius within us that Oprah has, that the person that created that software has. We all have that. The question is, are we aware of it? And do we know, and are we aware of it? And do we have a practice for tapping into it? When things get in our way, hmm. that's the whole, that's the underlying principle of how uh, we use spiritual principles and spiritual and, and, and universal laws to, to break through the limiting beliefs of our ego to solve problems. Mm -hmm. What made you want to change? What made you want to change your own beliefs and, and start doing and living the life that you're currently living? Or is this something that you've always pursued? Uh, what's made me change my beliefs is the pain that I was, the pain that I was stuck in by my limiting belief. That's always the way I let go of a belief. That's what, I, well, that's what I've learned to do to let go of my belief. That's why I was saying that these beliefs we create, my, my, my biggest belief in what got me stuck was and why I became a financial advisor and wealth manager. And I was a traditional one for 12 years. My, it came out of fear. It came out of like, once my spiritual teacher said, Martin, you don't just have fear when it comes to money. Money absolutely terrorizes you. And she was right. And so we began to look at why does money terrorize me? And when I looked at my family of origin, I, I discovered, and this is important because this, this, this is, this, we get what we come with and we have to mm -hmm. know how to get through it. But my great grandfather, one of the wealthiest men in South Georgia, shot and killed his brother in an argument over money. My grandfather, his son, my grandfather, committed suicide in his 60s, broke. And here's a guy who went to college driving a Stutz Bearcat. And my mother and father argued about money all of their lives. And I learned at an early age, I got this belief system at a very early age that the only people who are worthy of love are people who are financially successful and make a lot of money. That was ingrained in my belief system to the core. Mm -hmm. So that I drove, I drove myself to success and I was pretty successful. I had a really fancy office overlooking Park Avenue in Manhattan. And I was a pretty successful top producer with a Fortune 500 financial services firm until it all came tumbling down. Because my imposter syndrome, my fear that drove me up that, up to that, up that ladder, we got bigger and bigger in my imposter syndrome, which is the, which is the fear that people are going to find out I don't really have what it takes to be here. Mm -hmm. the success I seem to get the louder that, the bigger that fear began to consume me. To the point where actually I was beginning to manifest and put myself at the edge of bankruptcy. Mm. And that was painful. And that was fear. But as I began to unpack that story through inquiry and question the validity, is it true that we're not worthy of love? I'm not worthy of love unless I make a lot of money it's all part of a big lie, which I call the scarcity mindset. And the scarcity mindset says, there is only so much resources. There's a finite amount of resources, including money, and a finite amount of time. And we all better hurry up and do everything we can to get our, our share, our part, because there's not enough to go around for everybody. Mm -hmm. 
fear-driven belief system. And unfortunately, that fear-driven belief system is, is, the, is the underpinning of most of the social and economic systems in our world today. And the beauty is, as we begin to discover that this is all a big lie within ourselves, collected, we begin to collectively, and I think that's one of the most important things we're all learning in this pandemic. As the, as the old financial systems implode on the pain of their own pain, and I think they're imploding, I don't think that's such a bad thing. What's, what, what's imploding is the inequality within it. We're mm -hmm. seeing inequalities in our healthcare system. We're seeing the inequalities in our economic systems. And as these systems begin to implode, then out of that, because they implode within us, then they begin to implode in the outside world. And as they implode, we then are forced to go inside ourselves to look at, well, who am I and how do I create? How do I make money? How do I make wealth? How do I survive all of this? And we discover that there's something, a power much bigger within ourselves that, we, that creates money, that creates wealth. And out of that, as we as we're part of, we become part of a movement, if you will. I think that I think that's what's so excited about this this time right now is we are all part of a movement. As that old painful social economic system implodes, we are coming into a new earth, a new way of building new social economic systems out of love and joy and prosperity. The truth of who we are as human beings, and that is the evolution of humanity to a higher purpose. Mm, I love that. Martin, you and I can obviously have a conversation for hours upon hours on any of these subjects. What is the best way that people can connect with you? And do you have anything else that's coming up as part of your work that people might be able to be involved in? That's a good question. I like that question. <laughs> the answer is yes. The fastest and the easiest way to find me is on Facebook because I have an interactive, I, there's, there's, there's Martin Coward on Facebook, and I also have a, a business page on Facebook called, uh, I'm, my business is called, it's called Financial Heart Space, and I have a business page on Facebook called Financial Heart Space, and you can find me either there or on my personal uh, Facebook page. I also every single day lead on Facebook at noon, Monday through Saturday, a live meditation. Mm -hmm about where I talk about spiritual principles. I, and the whole purpose of that meditation, of that, of that I, call it, I call it Martin Coward's uh, Noonday Meditation and Contemplative Prayer Power Hour. And it's an opportunity for people to come together to love and support each other through this pandemic and step into that power within us we're talking about right now. So that's one way, and, 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 I, and I love it when people show up and just type in and, and join in the conversation. So that's, that's a very easy, and it doesn't cost you any money. It just, mm -hmm. you know me. I'm also about to launch um, uh, a new course um, for small business owners. It's called uh, Tips, Tricks, and Tools Every Small Business Owner Needs to Survive. And in that, it's going to have a 21-day challenge for how to transform your fear around money to being, being in love with money. Money becomes, money becomes, instead of being what I would call a, under the old economic system, money was all, is often used as a terms of reward and punishment. Mm -hmm. Under this new regime, when you're coming from a place of love, 
when you tap into that, when money money becomes an expression of love. Mm -hmm. And there's an infinite supply of resources, including money, to build a new world and to bring your creative genius into, into the world. And you're a great example of that. I know your story. I know what mm -hmm. you're doing. Right. And, there, and, there, and you know that everything you create is within yourself. So I'm doing a 21, and it's hard. Mm -hmm. it's, change those habits. It's hard. I mean, you can read about it's this. Practice, hard. daily practice. You need a daily practice. And so I've created a... I'm creating a course, an online course that will help people do that. That's coming out right after Labor Day. Thank you all for choosing to tune in to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. If you haven't done so already, consider subscribing to our future episodes so you can receive all of the latest content also, if you like what you heard on any of the previous episodes, consider leaving us a review on iTunes, Facebook, or Google so more people can hear these inspiring and courageous conversations. Once again, we thank you for listening and we look forward to having you next week.